Coming up on today's Locked On Senators. After more than a week off, the Sens are back on the practice ice, preparing for tomorrow night's game against the Toronto Maple Leafs. We'll preview that game and let you know about some injury updates. Two players returning from injury, but one player is not. All that coming up. Plus, we are less than a month away from the trade deadline, and the Senators' most sought-after UFA has changed agents. All that coming up on today's edition of the Locked On Senators podcast. It's your team every day. Your Locked On Senators, your daily podcast on the Ottawa Senators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Jake Sanderson, and you're listening to Locked On Senators podcast. I'm Tim Stützle, and you're listening to the Locked On Senators podcast. Welcome inside episode 978 of the Locked On Senators podcast. I'm Ross Levitan on the outskirts of enemy territory in Winnipeg, Manitoba, alongside Brandon Piller in the South Florida swamp. A reminder that you can follow the show on social media. We're at Send Central on Twitter, LockedOn.Senators on Instagram. The show is free and available on all podcast platforms, including on YouTube, where we say hello and let you know that a like, comment, and subscription go a long way to helping the show grow. Today is Friday. February 9th and Pilsy, even after an extended period of time off, the Senators just simply cannot have a fully healthy roster. Yeah, Ross, before uh, the break happened, I did my best positive Pilsy. I was trying to put good vibes into the universe. We had zero news on what Jake Sanderson's injury was other than it was a lower body injury. And I was telling everybody, don't worry, it's not a big deal. He's going to be back for the game up against the Leafs on the weekend. It's not a problem. Brandon Pillar is not a doctor. I misdiagnosed the little injury news we had. I, I was just trying to do my best to create a positive outcome. And unfortunately, that was not enough as Jake Sanderson, we don't even know when he's going to resume skating, let alone be back. So that's bad news, bad news, bad news. It's not a great sign. Now, Jacques Martin initially said he was doubtful for the weekend. To me, that means it's not going to be a months long thing. But again, he hasn't skated. So um, we're going to be anxiously awaiting that update. The Senators have a very busy February and they need their best defenseman ready. But Pilsy, your diagnosis is not on the hot seat. Barhaven Ford is on the hot seat because before practice on Thursday, when everybody was wondering, will he or won't he be on the ice at four o'clock? Barhaven Ford tweeted out a photo. Sandy's driving a nice Bronco around town. Nice. But in their tweet, they said, good luck against the Leafs this weekend. <laughs> oh, man. They, they gave fooled us, us. They Damn. fooled us. That's so rude. But again, we're wishing Sandy all the best, and hopefully he's back soon and later. I don't even hesitate when I say it anymore, Pilsy. He's the Senator's best defenseman. They need him. That that chemistry was building with Artem Zub. Ottawa legitimately had a shutdown pair for the first time in how long? How long? And now we get Travis Hamannick taking his spot because Hammer's back and uh, looks like Anton Forsberg is ready to go. So don't be surprised when the Senators have some waiver news today because they have to clear some money off the books for Anton Forsberg to make it into the lineup. Yeah, and uh, Bruce Garriott mentioned in his article they still have to send Kevin Mandelaze down and then 
unfortunately, Zach McEwen is probably going to be the odd man out and he'll go back down to Belleville. But hey, he, he looked good in Belleville the, the last time he was down there. So it's not the worst thing. And I would be surprised if someone claimed Zach McEwen. I mean, he already went through waivers once unclaimed and he's got two more years left on his deal, albeit at minimum. But uh, I, I think he'll be able to get through. Yeah, exactly. I feel the same way about that. But hey, stick taps to McEwen for his kind of role and everything. He'd been playing well. I know he's a healthy scratch in a few of the last games, but uh, he was doing his, his role a lot better, I thought, than at the start of the season and has those random pops of skill. Scoring some nice goals. Sheesh. That are pretty impressive. So we'll see what uh, what happens next there. And uh, the Senators, of course, will be on a game day routine tomorrow it's at the ctc so make sure you get your sends gear on and make sure to drown out all the blue i was there in the game december 7th ottawa deserved a better fate they doubled them on the shot clock joseph wall got injured in the third period martin jones came in and ottawa just just ran out of time they flat out ran out of time in that game and unfortunately i mean wall is still out with that injury, it was a high ankle sprain. He's still not back at practice, but Elias Samsonov is back in the NHL. So we'll get into a preview a little bit after. Let's finish up with these injury updates. Look, the Ottawa Senators, the schedule I said gets busy, but Pilsy, it's not till next week, right? They play Saturday, then it's two days off again, then it's Columbus. You, you're riding Corpus Allo here, or are you going to try to get Anton Forsberg into a game sooner rather than later? For the Columbus game you're talking about? Well, Toronto, Columbus, and then you can even extend the week. You got Anaheim on Thursday and Chicago on Saturday. For me, it's either the Ducks or the Chicago game that you're going to start Anton Forsberg. Yeah, I would agree. I think maybe starting him up against the Leafs tomorrow is is a little soon. And then you got to give Eunice Corposalo a a revenge game chance up against uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Now, I know Anton Forsberg also used to play for the Columbus Blue Jackets. I'm aware, but I I feel like that's... It's not as spicy as uh, the the Blue Jackets for Corpus Allo. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Ride Corpy for the first two games, then get Forsberg in the mix up against the Ducks. I think that's a good game to kind of come back into. And then in Chicago, we're going to have to have our best effort. Jeez. I know, an afternoon game too, Pilsy. At least that switches up the, the voodoo a little bit here. And, yeah, not only is it a revenge game for Corpus Allo against the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets because he spent all but the – last half after the trade deadline of last season playing for them. But he had one of his worst games of the year this year on December 1st against Columbus. Remember that game where Ottawa was up 2-0 early and they outshot Columbus 43-23 and they lost 4-2? I feel like that was kind of the start of the demise of this season. Like Like that was looking like it could be a bounce back effort for them after November uh, coming back and not having the best of luck in the return of five, three loss and five, nothing loss. So it was like, okay, this is a Columbus team. You can have a bounce back here. And they just flopped and it that was the really game. seemed tough. It was the game after the five, nothing beat down against Florida too. So you're like, Oh, we got Columbus. We'll be okay. Mm-hmm, exactly. No, they won't. Uh, Travis Hamannick's back in the lineup. We'll get into our lines in the next, um, next segment. He, I, I feel like, I hope management doesn't forget that he was a healthy scratch at times before the injury. Cause I, I just have this feeling that he's going to play every game the rest of the year. Yeah. Well, I think we won't get a full idea of how they're going to use Hamannick until Sandy's back. Right. Like when yeah. Sandy comes back, if Hamannick is still in the lineup, that's going to give you a good indication how they're thinking of moving forward. 
But the way the lines are set up, I mean, this is another big opportunity for Jacob Bernard Docker, who gets to play with Jacob Chikrin. Chikrin slides back over onto the left side. And uh, look, Chikrin has, has been in a bit of a drought here. And I think that with Sanderson out, I mean, this is the time for Jacob Chikrin to really kind of pick it up, whether whether it's to, you know, increase value or to, to be here long term. And for his next deal, he's on a stretch right now since the start of the new year where he has three points, one goal in 15 games, and he's minus 10. So I think and 18 pims as well, nine minor penalties or no, wait, he got he got a 10 in the Rangers game. For what? I don't know. I'm mis- a misconduct with under three minutes left. I don't even remember that. Yeah, me neither. Interesting. Um, at, at the empty net goal, when the same time as the empty net goal, I guess he he did something after the goal. There you go. So not nine minor penalties. He had a 10-minute misconduct in there. Hey, I don't know if we fooled people with the great interviews we had earlier this week, but Pilsy and I, this is our first time recording since Monday. Yeah. So, hey, this, this hopefully... Hopefully it's not a sign of things to come with the team and, you know, maybe not having their A game snapping it around right away after an extended break. We, we feel that right now. Hey, when, when I saw Brady Kachuk uh, at the airport, he looked refreshed. He looked like a guy that got, got some sun after the all-star game and he, he was ready to go. So I, I think uh, they're going to come back with some jump here up against the Leafs. Take, take me through that uh, that interaction. That's hilarious. Of all places. It's yeah. almost like me seeing a citizen at the Kauai, Hawaii airport on a random island. Sens fans, Sens are everywhere. Um, was he? Where was he? How did the situation all play out? Uh, I would I would hope we can call Brady Kachuk a citizen, so we'll go with that. It's similar to a citizen. Uh, I was getting off the plane. My buddy, shout out Lucas, got off the plane first. He's like, he texts me. He's like, man, I'm pretty sure one of the Kachucks is here. Uh, and I was like, oh, which one? He's like, oh, it's Brady. And so I see Brady. He's kind of hanging around, waiting at his gate. I got my Sens bucket hat on. I was like, okay, I got to I gotta say something to him. He's right here. He's, you know, I'm just going to quickly go up, say say hi. I'm not going to bug him or ask for a picture or fanboy or anything. So went up to him, said, hey, Brady, I'm a big Sens fan. Uh, I do a podcast and right away he's like, oh yeah, you're with Locked On, right? And I was like, holy Hell crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like that's awesome that you know who I was. And I just wanted to keep it casual. I was like, how how is your vacation? Like this is my first time in Fort Lauderdale. What what spot should I hit up? He mentioned the elbow room, a couple other spots. So I'm going to take a look at those for sure. And then just said, you know what? Good, good luck the rest of the season. Tr- safe travels home and uh, got out of there. So it was just a quick little reaction, but man, the the aura of this guy like when i shook his hand i was like this guy is an nhl captain like this strong handshake big dude so yeah it was pretty cool i was not expecting to meet brady chuck on my vacation especially my plan was to go to revelstoke but the conditions were awful so me and the boys pivoted we're like let's go to florida and then right away brady chuck's there i was like this is gonna be a good trip good trip Hell already yeah. so yeah shout out brady just being, being nice, giving me giving me a minute or two of his time while he's trying to get uh, back on the plane to head home to be in time for practice. Well, a lot of people are asking, did you sell him on coming on to Lockdown Senders? Not a whole lot of people where we've had the dad on, but not the kid. Yeah, exactly. Well, I said to him, I was like, well, I mean, if you know the, the pod, we got to get you on. We would love to have that. We had your dad on. It was a blast. And he was like, yeah. For, for sure, I'm down. So uh, okay. we got to find a way to connect with him and uh, make that happen because right. that would be that would be top tier stuff. 
Sounds like maybe something for our thousandth episode, which is sneaking Ooh. up. But Pilsy, no changing itinerary on your next trip. We got it all planned out. We're going to yes. be boots on the ground in Winnipeg on March 30th. Sends Jets. Then we're going to stop at the Ralph. We're going to stop and pay homage to the Nodak Sends on Monday. Do a little tour there. Maybe get some content and then head over to Minnesota. I've already had some Minnesota citizens reach out. So we're That's going to awesome. try to get a get together at a bar in Mini. We're staying right across from the rink. So uh, if anybody is going to be at that game April 2nd in Minnesota, let's get some red. And maybe, just maybe, that game will matter, Pilsy. I mean, it's like game 72 of the season. So if the Senators, I mean, that's just extra fuel to the fire of me wanting them to go on a little run. Even if they fall short, I just want them to go on a bit of a run and make it exciting at that point. The run all starts tomorrow. The Toronto Maple Leafs, the fourth and final game of the season series. The Senators are 2-1 and one against their provincial rival. Let's have a preview of that game. And then Vladimir Tarasenko now has his fourth agent in the last three years, but this time he's not pinching pennies. He's going with the heavy hitter. And we'll tell you why it's very curious that he's chosen to go with Newport Sports and specifically Craig Oster, who represents basically half of this Senators team. That's all coming up next. You're listening to Locked On Senators, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at Robinhood. Did you know that even if you have a 401k for retirement, you can still have an IRA? Robinhood has the only IRA that gives you a 3% boost on every dollar you contribute when you subscribe to Robinhood Gold. But get this, now through April 30th, so lots of time, Robinhood is even boosting every single dollar you transfer in from other retirement accounts with a 3% match. You heard me. That's right. No cap on the 3% match. Robinhood Gold gets you the most for your retirement thanks to their IRA with that 3% match. This offer is good through April 30th. Get started at Robinhood.com slash boost. Subscription fees apply. And now for some quick legal info. Claim as of Q1 2024 validated by Radius Global Market Research. Investing involves risk, including loss. Limitations apply to IRAs and 401ks. 3% match requires Robinhood Gold for one year from the date of first 3% match. Must keep Robinhood IRA for five years. The 3% match on transfers is subject to specific terms and conditions. Robinhood IRA available to U.S. customers in good standing. Robinhood Financial LLC member of SIPC is a registered broker dealer. Thanks to Robinhood for sponsoring the show. Check it out today, guys. Robinhood. Today's episode is also brought to you by Indeed. When you're hiring, you need Indeed because you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place on Indeed. Don't worry about spending hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills. You can do it all with Indeed. You can find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. And if you don't like waiting, good. Neither does Indeed. U.S. data shows that over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match the job description the moment that they sponsor a post. With Instant Match as well, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates whose resumes match your job description, and you can invite them to apply right away. So join over 3 million businesses worldwide using Indeed to hire great talent fast. Indeed knows when you're growing your business, you have to make every dollar count. 
That's why with Indeed, you only pay for quality applications that match your must-have job requirements. Visit Indeed.com slash locked on to start hiring now. Just go to Indeed.com slash locked on. That's Indeed.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Game day for the Ottawa Senators taking on the Leafs at home on Saturday night. It's a 7 o'clock start and man, two sold out buses on the Glebe Central Pub. But if you missed out on this bus, make sure you check them out for later on in the week. They will have a bus on February 15th against the Anaheim Ducks. The vibes on the bus are always great. Sue gets you there to and from the CTC. We also want to give one more quick shout out, Pilsy. Who's back of the week? It's Shawarma. Palace. Shawarma Palace is back as a third-year sponsor of Locked On Senators. We'll talk to you about them later, but I just want to give a big shout-out to our friends at Shawarma Palace. Oh, yeah. It's so glad to have them back. They are the OG local sponsor, and uh, you don't have to take it from us. Everyone in the Ottawa area knows how amazing Shawarma Palace is, so we're stoked to have them back as sponsors of the pod. You know what else is amazing, Pilsy? Beat the traffic chance when the Senators are beating either Toronto or Montreal at home. It's unreal. And I it's hope that the fans in attendance get to see that tomorrow when the Senators take on the Toronto Maple Leafs. A lot of people wondering, hey, you guys talking about practice, not the game. I heard you guys were talking about practice, but we need to know what are the lineups expected to be when the Senators take on the Toronto Maple Leafs at home tomorrow. Well, Pilsy up front, They're not changing a darn thing from the game against the Detroit Red Wings before the break, that game where the Senators held possession for two minutes and five seconds of overtime beforehand, uh, before Shane Pinto scored the winning goal. Do you want to read off here the lineups that we expect the Senators to roll with tomorrow against Toronto? Ooh, let's do it. All right. I'll read it. The lines, the Ross way. So starting at center and then working on the wings first. Josh Norris, number nine, with Brady Kachuk and Drake Batherson on his wings. Then 18, Timmy Superstar with Matthew Joseph and Claude Giroux. Then Shane Pinto with Ridley Gregg and Vladimir Tarasenko. Love that line. And then on the fourth line, we got Mark Kostelik with Dominic Kubalik and Parker Kelly. On defense, Thomas Shabbat with Artem Zub. Then Jacob Chikrin with Jacob Bernard Docker. And the final pair, Eric Branstrom with Travis Hamannick. We're not sure who's going to start uh, this game, but you got to think it's going to be number 70, Eunice Corpusallo. And Corpusallo's been playing some good hockey as of late, Pilsy. So I, I hope that he's in there. He's won his last two games and only allowed two goals on. Well, yeah, he won his last two games. I know he came in in relief in the, uh, the Nashville game, but he's only allowed two goals on his last 30 not 40 right on the dot his last 40 shots so he's on a nice little run right now and hopefully he can continue that it's a nice uh kind of flip from what the last two games were especially that new york rangers game that didn't go his way so hoping to have a good game from corpus Allo, but i want to talk about the decor a little bit here pilsy are you happy that they broke up the shabbat chikrin pair and not only that they've now got lefty righty on every single pair 
I think it was inevitable, Ross, that they break up that pair. Otherwise, then, then not only do they have would they have two lefties on a pair, but they would also have two righties on a pair. So that would like that just wouldn't make sense. So I'm glad they've done that. And uh, I think Shabbat and Zub, you, you want to see them have similar success to Jake Sanderson and Zub, hopefully. And then this is a big opportunity for Jacob Bernard Docker, who gets elevated from that third pair, getting to play with Chikrin. They haven't been great together, so I, I hope that uh, they can step things up here. And then Travis Hamnick, finally back from his injury. It's been a while since he's been uh, on the ice in action, so it'll be interesting to see how he does here on a third pair with Eric Brandstrom. Do you have a locked-on player for tomorrow? I'm going to be locked on to Brady Kachuk. you got to be locked on to the captain. He's coming home from his vacation. He was in Toronto for the All-Star game. Now he plays up against the Toronto Maple Leafs. I think he's going to be wanting to uh, have some vengeance up against the uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs all-star team. So hopefully he has a big game. And I feel like he always shows up for those rivalry matches. So uh, Brady Chuck is my locked-on player. The Ottawa Senators have uh, 10 in their last 10 games. They're 6-2-2. Two, and two. Brady Kachuk has 12 points, all even strength points, and yeah. is plus 8 in his last 10 games. That's a real good call. My man. I'm going to go with uh, um, between two. I'll, I'll just finish off that little stat pack there by saying yeah. Tim Stutzla has 13 points in his last 10 games. 12 of them are at even strength. So you can either say, wow, that's amazing, a lot of even strength, or you can say, wow, this power play only has four goals in their last 10 games. Like they need to pick it up. Uh, nobody with more than one power play goal in this game. But I'm actually going to go with, hmm, oh, I'm, I'm between, I'm between. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm going to stick with what works, Pelzi. I think go. this was my lockdown player a couple of games ago, but that third line is just so, it's it adds so much depth. So I'm going to go with Shane Pinto once again. This is no surprise to people who listen to the show all the time. Big Shane Pinto guy. I love what he brings up the middle. I love what he does to balance this lineup. And now all of a sudden, you've got a Tarasenko, could be a top six winger on most teams in the league, and a guy like Ridley Gregg, who I think the break's going to do Ridley Gregg a ton of good. He's been playing a lot of hockey over the last stretch. So I'm going to be watching that entire line, and I think that Shane Pinto is the engine that is going to make that line click. So I'm going to look forward to see what that line can do, especially at the league. They're so top-heavy that if you yeah. look at what they're able to do beyond that, that's where the Senators are going to have to take advantage. Like, yeah, Ridley Gregg's only got one goal, no assists in his last seven games. So I think that maybe the offense could start coming a little more um, consistently for Ridley Gregg. Now, that's kind of unfair because in the games before that, he was, he was cooking. In the games before that, he had six points in his five games before that. So, look. It, that's the ups and downs, the ebbs and flows of a, of a of a young player in the National Hockey League. But I'm excited to see that line cook. So I'm going to go with Shane Pinto as my locked-on player. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think Shane Pinto's had a pretty good career against the Toronto Maple Leafs. I know that he comes to play against Montreal for sure. How about against the Leafs? Four points in seven games. That's all right. That's all right. Um, second most points he has against any team. So I guess there's that. But of course, he came into the league the uh, COVID shortened season. So uh, I'm sure there's a couple extra games played there as well. But good call, Pilsy, on, on Brady Kachuk. The captain's been the leader of this team. And uh, and that, that win over Toronto at the end of December, that one I was listening to in the airport in Hawaii, waiting for my bags. I'm like, okay. What's going on? Oh, Parker Kelly shorthanded? Yeah, thanks for coming. So that was uh, a good comeback after falling behind 2-0 in the blink of the eye. Yeah, and look, it's going to be obviously a lot harder without Jake Sanderson here, but 
I feel like the Sens always play a good game up against the Leafs. Even the losses that they have. Typically, we can look at those games and be like, damn, it's it's obviously disappointing that they got the loss. But they play a good, hard game, and they have a chance to win every time they're up against the Leafs. So I'm fired up for this one. Yeah, it was Drake Batherson with two goals in that game against the uh, against the Leafs uh, on December 27th. And then Brady Kachuk put it away with an empty netter. Who had the primary assist on both the game-winning goal and the insurance? It was Vladimir Tarasenko. And up next, we're going to tell you why we think he may have changed agents just one month ahead of the trade deadline. That's next on Locked On Senators, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. That's what brings home the winning trophy, and it's also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. They got superchargers, they got roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. So whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or you get your money back. It's that simple. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not burning cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that W. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Check it out today, guys. eBay Motors. Today's episode is brought to you by one of the loves of my life, Shawarma Palace. They are the only place to go when you're hungry in Ottawa. You go to Shawarma Palace and you're guaranteed to leave full and you're usually going to have a little to take home with you because Shawarma Palace... They believe that great food should not be compromised by small portions. They want to give you the best of both worlds. If you go into any Shawarma Palace location, you'll be greeted with a smile. And not only that, you'll be given a plate right from heaven. Because when you go to Shawarma Palace, you can head to them at any of their seven locations. They're in the St. Laurent Shopping Center. They're in the Carleton University Food Court. The OG location at 464 Rideau Street. You can also find them at Bank and Hunt Club. You can find them on Carling and Woodruff. You are never too far away from a Shawarma Palace. You can also order it right to your door if you go to Shawarma Palace, Ottawa on Uber Eats. So make sure you head there today and go taste a little slice of heaven at Shawarma Palace. Whether you get the sandwich or you get the platter like I like to do with extra garlic and the turnips and the everything is just so fresh so delicious and then obviously they finish it off with the freshest chicken that or beef but i'm a big chicken guy that you'll ever have the chicken get the chicken get the falafel get whatever you need to get fueled up and have an amazing day so head to any of shawarma palace's seven locations and make sure you let them know that locked on senator sent you we are in talks we're going to get you guys a special discount code coming soon we want to make sure the people can taste the great, great food that Shawarma Palace has to offer. So go ahead there today. Go eat like a royal. Go eat at Shawarma Palace. All right, Pilsy. We are nearing a game day here on Locked On Senators. We got lots more to get into on today's show, but let's wrap up that game day preview and take a look at the opposition, your favorite player 
right there. And uh, didn't highlight the right player, but that's the Toronto Maple Leafs, and I don't really care. Starting up front, it's Austin Matthews with Matthew Nyes and Mitch Marner. It's Jonathan Tavares, the tax man, with Tyler Bertuzzi <laughs> and William Nylander. It's Max Domi with Nick Robertson and Noah Gregor. It's Pontus Holmberg with Bobby McMahon and Ryan Reeves. On the back end, it's Morgan Riley. It's TJ Brody. It's Simon Benoit and Jake McCabe. And it's Mark Giordano with Timothy Lilgren. We're not 100% sure who's starting. The Leafs have played one game back since the All-Star break. They beat the Dallas Stars 5-4 on home ice. Uh, Ilya Simsonov was in goal for that one. I would lean towards them trying to get him on a bit of a run here going forward tomorrow. The Leafs are uh, they're, they're one of the more difficult teams to get a grasp of. They have two more regulation wins than the Ottawa Senators, Pilsy. They find themselves third in the Atlantic in a bl- battle right now with the uh, with the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Florida Panthers. And they're finally starting to piece it together. I know the All-Star break was in between it, but they're 5-2 uh, and two in their last seven games. Yeah, and uh, this is a team that, like you mentioned, is very, very top-heavy, and they rely on getting points on the power play a lot. So this is going to be one of those games where discipline for the Ottawa Senators is going to be a huge factor, and if they can contain that top power play unit, if they do have penalty trouble, you can have a lot of success against this team, I think. So that's going to be one of my keys to the uh, victory, Ross, is contain the top power play unit uh, and, and or the discipline factor. Both are crucial. Yeah, the Leafs are fifth in the National Hockey League in power play percentage. And over their last couple of games, like they went three for three against Dallas on the power play in their last win. I should correct myself. They did play the Islanders coming out of the All-Star break as well. A heartbreaking 3-2 loss where they tied it up with five minutes left and then Gave up a goal to a former Leaf. Pierre Engvall got the game winner in regulation in that game, and um, and the the power play though still clicked. They've got they've got more power play goals in their last three games than Ottawa does in their last ten. Like yeah. just just for just for a little comparison's sake, there um, they've actually scored out of their eleven goals, six of them have come on the power play in their last three games. So stop the power play, and you got a good chance of stopping them. Who's your lookout player to watch for the Leafs? Normally I go with the the player whose picture you have here, but I, I don't want to see that guy anymore. So you know what? I'm going to be looking out for number 88, William Nylander. He has four points in his last two games. So coming off the all-star break. And oh, he, that sucks that he's figured it out because a great stat. I love when guys sign a huge ticket and immediately go on a huge slump. That's what happened with him. Yeah, I mean, I think he's starting to figure it out now. And uh, he's someone that's had a lot of success up against the Ottawa Senators in his career. In 35 games, he has 32 points, but he is a dash three. So that's that's kind of surprising, almost being a point-per-game guy at a dash three. But I imagine a lot of those points come on the power play. So I'm going to be looking out for number 88, William Nylander. Yeah, I like that. Somebody's got to bring up the best goal scorer in the National Hockey League. Look, I don't love saying it, but it's just a simple Matter of fact, Austin Matthews has 41 goals this season in 48 games. That's it's actually kind of ridiculous when you think about it. It's insane. Like the Sens might not have a guy that gets 41 goals this year. Yeah, (laughs) and he's got it just wait halfway through. And uh, kind of funny enough, uh, he's got zero goals in three games against Ottawa. So that's either a good thing or he's due because in his career, he's 
He's just dominated the Senators. 23 goals, 45 points in 32 games. Now, I heard somebody, I believe it was Nick Kiprios, which kind of makes it even funnier. Um, Austin, Matt, like, do you want your number one center to have double the amount of goals than assists? Or do you want him to be someone who facilitates and makes his teammates better? I mean, when, <laughs> when you've got 41 goals in 48 games, you can have zero assists as far as I'm concerned. That's pretty good. So I, I'd i be all right with that if I were the Leafs person. I just love the hater energy of it. It's like, yeah, yeah, you're the, one of the best goal scorers of our generation, but like, do you pass the puck enough? <laughs> does he? Does Austin Matthew fight enough? Why is Austin Matthews not fighting? <laughs> yeah, he's got 20 assists in 48 games. That's still not, not half bad either. But you look at yeah. it, just be aware when he's on the ice. Be aware when that top Big line's time. out there. Uh, beyond that, not not a team I'm really scared of. That decor is less than ideal for a team that thinks they're Stanley Cup contender. They're not. Yeah, uh, Ross, I'll add a third key to victory here is I want the Sens' third line to dominate this Leafs' third line of Domi, Robertson, and Gregor. Like that, there's no reason why they can't win kind of every shift battle up against them. Do you think we might actually get some animosity in this game? Finally, there's been zero in all three games against the Leafs in the ballet of Ontario. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I sure hope so Ross, because like you mentioned, like this is a Leafs team that they're not just cruising to success in the regular season. Like they're used to. So these are big games for them. And if you're the Ottawa senators, like <laughs> you just want to win your rivalry games. Like you want to beat the Habs. You want to beat the Red Wings and you certainly want to beat the Leafs. So I hope we see a little bit more hatred and some more physicality in this one. Otherwise, we got to call our buddy uh, Mark Mathot and maybe address him for this game to get things going. Yeah, well, we hear he's making a comeback. He's got to make a comeback on Locked On Senators. He gave us the old see you next week, and then it's been a month. We we got to get we got to get on him a little bit. He'll be back sooner well, rather than later. It, he better get back sooner. Ian Mendez is going to lap him on uh, guest appearances here. Well, <laughs> we, shout out to a- we got a 506 minute episode coming up with Ian Mendez shortly. I know. Shout out to Avi Bulka who uh, who crunched the numbers on that yeah, one. Absolutely awesome. hilarious stuff there. We appreciate all the citizens for riding with us. If you missed it, great episodes with Ian Mendez and Scott Wheeler over the break. We're getting our athletics up over the break and now it's time to put the pedal to the metal and get this team a bit of a push here six two and two in their last 10 can we make it another six two and two run that that'd be sweet eight 12 four and four in a 20 game sample i'm going to be watching closely for that and uh, i believe it was last friday no last thursday where we went through the schedule in february and um, we, we got some wins coming up, according to uh, Dr. Pilsy on the other side of it. Pilsy, Vladimir Tarasenko, one-year, $5 million contract with the Ottawa Senators. He had fired his agent in free agency. It just wasn't working out the way he had thought. The rumor mill was swirling. He was going to Carolina. He was going to all these other places. He ends up in Ottawa in, like, mid-July. And even that agent now is gone. What was your first reaction when you heard that Tarasenko was signing with Newport Sports and Craig Oster as his agent. Ross, maybe I'm in the minority uh, of this when it comes to my reaction for this, but my first thought was, and tell me if you, you think I'm crazy, but my first thought was this is pointing towards signing an extension in Ottawa. Like you mentioned, Craig Oster, uh, the agent of 
how many seven. guys in Ottawa? Seven players in Ottawa. Now, of course, he's no longer dealing with Pierre Dorian, who he signed all of those deals with. Uh, well, he, he was also, though, the agent for Mark Stone, Eric Carlson, and Chris Weidman, the fall guy from the Uber fiasco. So I think he, he just has a lot of clients. I don't know. I don't know if it's necessarily that it's just Ottawa. But, he's also I mean, seven. Like, that's not like a couple. That's well, he's also Brady Kachuk's uncle. It's his mom's brother. Yeah, so when I saw that immediately, I was I was like, "This is sweet." Like Vladimir Tarasenko is working with Craig Oster so that he can get an extension done in Ottawa. But I feel like not a lot of people thought that. Uh, even our good friend Liam's Martian tweeted out, "It seems obvious they're going to trade him to recoup assets." Which look, if if they can get a first round pick plus uh, for Tarasenko, that's solid. But Man, I just think if you're trying to take this team in the right direction, trading Tarasenko for future assets. Now, the Ottawa Senators need future assets as they're ranked 31st out of 32 in the prospect pipeline, according to our friend Scott C. Wheeler at The Athletic. But I don't I don't know. For me, I would rather keep him if they can sign him to a three-year deal at a, at a reasonable dollar amount. Dude, Craig Oster has so many clients. It's, he has 34 defensemen. On, yeah. his, wow. on his client list, uh, seven with Ottawa and seven with Washington. Those are the most he has with every uh, with every team. Uh, however, the AAV with Ottawa is higher than any other team that he's dealt with. He must have some yeah. heavy hitters on Vegas, though. Yeah, Mark Stone and uh, among others. Yeah, Shea Theodore and, oh, Robin Leonard still making money, too. So he's got Leonard and Jean-Gabriel Pajot as well. So this guy's just all sorts of Ottawa connections uh, with him. But, no. Uh, for me, it it's you. You had me until you said with Ottawa. I think for me, this is him not wanting to do free agency again. Okay. And if they're gonna trade him, I think it would be one of those sign and trade where he gets the extension right away. I think that he he was in one spot for so long in St. Louis, then he moved twice in the course of six months to New York to Ottawa, and saw kind of the landscape of how you know fickle free agency can be. So I think as a guy who's in his thirties has a family and lives, I believe in Miami full time. Nice. Your neck of the woods. Confirm. Yeah. I think that he's going to want to sign, but I don't necessarily think it has to be in Ottawa. Yeah, that's fair. But, but then part of me is like, sure. Free agency didn't go the way he thought it was going to go. But part of me is like, if you're an older guy with kids and stuff, don't, don't you want to have a chance to pick where you're going to go a little more closely? Now, obviously you can do that with a no trade clause, but like, I don't know. It, it, Maybe he felt that he he thought that going into this year and it just didn't work out. It's a one yeah. bit and twice shy type thing. That's definitely fair. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what happened because I believe when he was traded to New York, they traded a first Sammy Blay and a third. You could be right. And that's that was a rental deal. It didn't come with an extension. And clearly, he I don't even know if he talked to New York about extending there. So if the Ottawa Senators could get a first plus a, a roster player. Whew. Well, okay. I'll spin on this. What if that roster player is Cody CC? Oh, come on. No. Well, it would have to be money in money out, right? If they're going to make a trade with the, with the Edmonton Oilers, the Oilers. No, but that, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's probably going to include a roster player, but right. What if that roster player is Cody CC? And I'm not even gassing you. I actually think this might happen. I don't know. I don't. 
the, I don't think the Oilers would want to trade a defenseman, though. I don't know. I'm huh. just saying. Yeah, the Oilers be, were attached to Tarasenko as of last night on TSN Insider Trading. And Cody Cece makes $3.25 million this year and next. I'm just saying. Spencer looking for a right shot defenseman. Bring him home. I'm just saying. That would be a very interesting player to target for Steve Steos because he doesn't know the history. But if he thinks that Travis Hamannick's a whipping boy, I... I I would hazard him to Twitter search Cody Cece from the years 2014 to 2019. Well, and maybe, Ross, this could be a scenario where they they trade Tarasenko with an extension, so you're going to get a bigger package, which is awesome to hear for the Sens. They trade him for a first-round pick and a roster player to move money. And then uh, rumors are, and I want to get your opinion on this, the Flyers are looking for a first-round pick for Sean Walker, right-shot defenseman. What if you used one of your three firsts you now have after the Tarasenko trade to acquire him? Now you've got a roster player and a right shot defenseman. Yeah, look, I don't hate it. And I just want to be on the record. They should not be bringing in Cody Cece under any circumstances. Okay. <laughs> no, I just need to be very clear about that. Good. Yes. Uh, a lot of people are saying, a lot of people are saying in uh, in Edmonton that he's kind of outworn his welcome. Now, like if you just look at the numbers. Anyways, I'm not going to look at the numbers. It's all good. It's all good. But you don't need uh, to do that. No, all all, uh, all kidding aside, I think that the the Florida Panthers to me it seem like the obvious choice if he's going to get an extension. Thing is, but who do they move out? They got they have to move money out. Exactly, and like, look, they have so much grit in the bottom of their lineup. Like, it would have to probably be. Anyways, I can't even name a guy because they don't really have anybody that's making a substantial amount right now. They actually have their deadline cap space is five point seven million. So they actually have a bit more than maybe I really? thought. Is there someone on well, LTIR? That seems strange. Well, well, Spencer Knight. Spencer Knight is buried with a 3.35. So that opens up some room for them. Um, now, the extension is where it would get interesting for them as well. But I think that's a team to keep your eye on if an extension is going to happen. And a lot of money coming off the books after this year, Pillsy, too. Yeah. Uh, they've actually got a ton of cap space for next year. So th- this might might have they have 28 million in cap space for next year that's insane wow. but they only have two defensemen signed so they might want to focus on re-signing a few of their own defensemen first and sam reinhardt's extension is going to kick in as well um so there's at least eight million of that all tied up but look i'm just trying to make sh- make what makes sense i think anybody would want to go to edmonton right now based on the superstars that they have the run that they're on yeah. and you could really feel like th- i feel like that would be more of a rental uh, but if there's going to be an extension involved, I think Florida Panthers would be a team to watch for Vladimir Tarasenko. But again, they do have to make sure that they're not just giving him away. This is an important trade for Steve Steos if they're going to make it. Big time. Yeah. So, uh, Ross, I'm going to steal your move here. Everyone listening and or watching, leave a comment below. Do you believe uh, Vladimir Tarasenko switching agents to Craig Oster points towards the Ottawa Senators extending him or closer to the Ottawa Senators trading him. Let us know. Pelzi, uh trivia to wrap this conversation. Here we go. Hit Craig me. Oster. What do you think the total value of oh. active contract signed by Craig Oster is right now? If I tell you that he has over 70 players signed in the NHL right now. Oh man. Do you, I think this is going to stump me and break my trivia record. You, you uh, can do the average if you prefer. And this is total value, not AAV. 
Oh, so like total, so like Brady Kachuk, that's like sixty million right there. Yeah, Jeez. I'm gonna say three hundred and seven million. So much more. It's it's actually unreal. Um. Oh yeah, way way more. I'm way off. It, yeah. Is it is it at the Billies? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Craig Oster has a player signed to a total of one point one six billion dollars <laughs> total. Wow. He's got, wow. he's got, he's got some, some, some big dogs. Let's put it that way. So, hey, credit to him, man. Yeah. Great job. Great job. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. We appreciate uh, the seven senators. By the way, the seven senators that he has are, let's see if I can click through this real quick. I know that he is Eric Branstrom's agent, and this is actually more recently than Brady, um, Josh Norris. Yeah. Um, He's got Brady. He's got Josh Norris. He's got, I'm scrolling through the AAVs um, here as well. He's got obviously Tarasenko as of recently. He's got Tyler Clevin is a Craig Oster representative. He's got Yuri Smekal. (laughs) Okay. And he's got Lassie Thompson as well. So interesting. Not the last two guys. I would not have expected that. Yeah. Well, hey, everybody needs an agent. So. It's yeah. uh I'm curious to see what happens with Lassie Thompson too, because if he gets traded or what the case may be with Lassie, I, I think we're hearing that uh he's gonna be returning to Sweden. Um I know he's from Finland, but playing in the SHL um next season. I don't think I he's getting traded. Well, if if somebody will give him a fresh start, I know he had Anaheim for like, was, yeah. an espresso shot, but um curious. Look, we're less than a month away from the trade deadline, so tr- plenty of trade rumors will be discussed on this show leading up to it. And you know that if any trade happens with the Ottawa Senators, any, like one of our, our most viewed videos ever on YouTube was our immediate reaction to, uh, I almost called him Tyler Pyatt, Tyler Mott being traded uh for julian gotier i think the uh the trade was that, and a pick right yeah like a yeah. fifth rounder that was one of our most viewed videos ever so look people love the immediate reaction we love giving it so stay tuned yeah. for all that pilsy final thoughts on today's show ahead of tomorrow's sense leaves game where we will bring back the postcast right afterwards yes absolutely uh final thoughts for me is it's great to have Ottawa Senators hockey back. Uh, obviously, sometimes the break is nice, especially for you and I, Ross. We we get to step back a little. I hopped on a on a plane and got out of here and got some sunshine, so that was great. But I miss Ottawa Senators hockey. So great, great way to come back with uh, a game up against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Let's go. And if you really miss Ottawa Senators hockey, Belleville is back tonight. Yes. We're going to chat with Crooker next week is the plan. Yeah. Uh, he's back from the All-Star game, so we'll get his thoughts on all of that and maybe a second half push for the baby sends. But for today, we say goodbye for Brandon Piller. I'm Ross Levitan. This has been the Locked On Senators podcast, your team every day. <laughs> <laughs>